Ho, ho, ho. Nice cannonball, Santa. Welcome to the Pool Nation podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. Unless it's the reindeer. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host. With over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo, it's undecided if he's on the naughty or nice list. <laughs> Edgar De Jesus and his co-hosts, JJ Flawless and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas. Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation Live Podcast. I'm your host, Hector De Jesus, and yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and the famous Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas. Today, we're answering your business questions. We're talking about trends, and it's all pool talk today. I want to welcome everyone to our live podcast, a podcast where it's all pool talk, and we ain't talking about netting and jetting and splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. But before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, the Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, Blue Ray Excel, Aquastar Pool Products, Natural Chemistry, Ray Pack, and Heritage Pool Supply. We want to thank them for their continued support. Zach, good morning. Welcome back. Yeah. It's nice to be back. I'm still recovering from, I think everyone in my family is still recovering from that trip. And we did the whole uh, Universal Studio things. And so we had a lot of fun and I'm feeling refreshed. It was a nice break and I'm ready to kick butt. This year or next year? Next year. I guess this year is almost over. <laughs> He's ready to move on. <laughs> I got to ask that photo of us on the ride. Didn't that just sum up everything in one picture? I absolutely just love the facial expressions of the kids on that picture was like their dad forced them to go on a roller coaster ride and they're like petrified. I think they'll die talking about that moment in their life, Zach. <laughs> they'll remember this trip forever. I was like proud of them because a lot of these rides are crazy. And Roman, he's eight and like every ride, he's like, I was so scared. And then he would just go get on the next ride. And I'm like, sweet, dude, I probably wouldn't be doing this at your age, but proud of you. Did you see the picture, John? They were like... Oh, I did. It was perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. And it was worth the $400 it cost to get that photo. <laughs> yeah, you are not Seriously. kidding. <laughs> I had to get it. And then I took my daughter. She's 12 and she's never been on a roller coaster. And I hate roller coasters. And I've been to Six Flags and all that. And I didn't know what to expect. But this roller coaster was definitely like no roller coaster I've ever been on. And she went on it. And it was the funniest thing ever. And afterwards, she was just in shock for a little while. But then as the adrenaline, I think, started to wear off, she was super pumped that she went on it. But it was just the craziest roller coaster. Hold on. Before we get moving, I want to jump on what you said. You don't like roller coasters. And I want to take a guess on why I would assume... The reason why you don't like roller coasters is because I'm the same way. There's some roller coasters I like, some I don't. But I think we have two different reasons. I think for you, you like you like 
crunched the numbers and you've analyzed the chances of this happening or that happening or whatever it may be and it's not worth it you've calculated risk benefit and when you said i'm, I'm just not going to do it as a little kid i can see you crunching the numbers with me i like roller coasters i go fast i like roller coasters that drop that move but i hate going upside down if i go upside down i immediately get nauseous or spinning around if it spins me then i feel nauseous i feel like i'm seasick and I won't go on a roller coaster because of that. What's your reason why you don't want to go on a roller coaster? Yeah, I don't want to die. I <laughs> sit there and like look at it, and I'm like, this just doesn't really make sense. But, but like, it's okay for my kids. Let my yeah. kids die. Right? <laughs> Give it a shot. His thought is, if we're gonna die, we're gonna die together. I'm not yeah, going yeah. alone. <laughs> and the funny thing is, on every other ride, she's hooting and hollering and yelling and putting her hands up. And on this one, she was just hugging the bar and like pure like fear. That. Yeah, white knuckling it right. Just, like not saying a word and at one point she goes we're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> and zach's all proud that was a great trip like we yeah. had a great time this was the best time ever and the kids are like we're gonna die how about you edgar i see you on roller coasters right oh yeah. yeah yeah i don't care this is a matter of fact the interesting thing when i was mm, like 18 i worked at magic mountain for two years and so it was neat because anytime there was a new roller coaster that was coming up, they used the employees as guinea pigs, right? Yeah, like, let's right. run it. <laughs> let's run it. Let's test it. And of course, 18-year-olds were like, let's do it. Let's go. And so got to ride all those all the time. But I haven't been on a roller coaster in a long time. So that'll be interesting to go back over there. Mr. Flawless, huh? we just jumped in and started talking to you and started saying, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing okay, actually. Still in the process of waking up. I had a long night yesterday or a long day, long night. A little tired, but getting ready for another busy day today. I mean, we got a tile blast, we got a pool drain, we got to put another heater, and it seems like I put a heater in every day. It's crazy. I've spoken about this before in the past. So wintertime usually comes around, and most people start to see a little slowdown in business in most areas of the country where we to crank it out of our snowbirds that come into town and things are happening and pools are heating and people are actually using the pools right now, which are nuts, but they are, and I think we've done like four this week already, and then we got another heater that we got to do today, and then there's another one we got to diagnose, which I know we're going to need to replace because it's not worth putting the money into it, but yeah, I'm loving it. Fun. Tile blasting up in effect again, even after the catastrophe that we had, and we lost all the equipment, but we're back in business now, rocking and rolling. This time we have to drain the pools or heat the pool, so there's the option. If he wants to blast his pool, I either drain it or we heat it, one of the two, because I'm not getting in it. You know, once it gets past 70 degrees, it's not even worth my time. You're going to have to pay hazard pay, and you don't want to pay $30 a linear foot if you want me to go in there and blast your pool at 57 degrees. So, yeah, we're excited. We're happy. Mama's in a great mood. She's feeling good. Kids are doing great. Bobby got a job. Nice. Um, yes, he got a job. Thalia, now she works two jobs. I said it before, she worked at Jimmy John. She's been working there for over a year and she got promoted. She's a manager there now. And then next door is a Starbucks and she loves Starbucks. And over the years, she's built a relationship there and she picked up a, a second job over at Starbucks and she works there. So my little princess is kicking ass. She reminds me of me when I was younger. She's literally waking up at five o'clock in the morning, getting to work at six working from six to two thirty, and then going to work her other job from three o'clock to nine o'clock at night. And they're literally next door to each other, which is cool, right? So she goes to Starbucks and works, does her thing, and then gets out, goes into her car, does her lunch or whatever, and then walks over to the other job and then does her job. And she's been doing that now for the last 
I don't know, about six to eight weeks. And she's doing good, man. She's rocking and rolling. And then Bob B. It's weird. He tried applying at first so many different places to get a job and nobody like took him seriously. And then he finally applied at a Ralph's and got hired at Ralph's. And that's a great job. A great oh yeah, for, for sure. But I'm like, wow. Especially in California to get into a supermarket. But listen, this isn't the dumb shit. This is my son right here. Look at what he does. And it's frustrating. And, and where we live, you can walk if you wanted to, to Ralph's. Okay. It's maybe about three blocks or four blocks down. You come off and then there's the main street. And then you go down literally about four blocks down and there's a Ralph's right there. This dumb shit applies to the Ralph's and gets hired at the one that's five miles away. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I go, what? Was he really stupid or was he smart? I don't know. Oh, like, he probably went, ah, they'll have to take me and pick me up. <laughs> and this is what I told him. I go, welcome to the real world. And I go, pull out the Uber app. And then I go, how much does it cost uh, for an Uber ride from here to over there? Because you have a choice. You either take the bus or you have mom come pick you up. And God forbid you have me come pick you up because I'm Uber black, whatever the real expensive. Black service, the black service. Whichever one it is, right? I go, so let's do it. And we calculate it's about 12 bucks each way. And I said, dude, I go, you want a ride, bro? Then it's going to cost you 25 bucks and I'll be nice and I'm not going to charge you a tip. So that's what it's going to cost for us to pick you up and take you every single day when you go to work. Otherwise, you're taking the bus. Bobby, I just want you to know that I got your back and I'm going to say that your dad is wrong and he shouldn't do that. He should be supportive. He should take you to work. He should be proud that you have a job. And you know what? He should not charge you $25, John. As a parent, that is wrong. No, man. There's no free ride over here at the Flawless Household. And I'm saying that because he's listening right now. So <laughs> shout out to your boy, Bobby. Yeah. So I'm really proud of him. And regardless, He's going to put in for a transfer soon. He is, right? It's funny. The story was they hired him. He's such a good kid, though. He's very smart. He's very, like, cool, calm, collective. He doesn't, you never hear him raise his voice, right? He's Janie manifested her personality. She's just sweet and You've ever seen her get mad or yell at anybody or raise her voice? Never. Bobby's the same way. And he's just, like, the coolest kid on earth. And when he went there and he got hired, the manager there, his name was Bobby as well. And they hired him because his name was Bobby. He liked his name and he wanted to call him Bobby the Bagger. So yeah, Bobby or, and then Bobby Boucher or Bobby Boucher the Bagger or something like that or whatever. And then they hired him. In, and then now they're saying that he's doing such a wonderful job. And they even made him work Thanksgiving. So, Ooh. yeah, the kid was working Thanksgiving. I go, yeah, welcome to you start adulthood, right? Yeah, bro. But it is what it is. And that type of job, 365 days a year, yeah, like they don't close. And then when you're like 34, you can take a Thanksgiving off finally. So that's us. So everything's going really well. We're, life is good. Busy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So since both of you have talked about your kids, I'm going to do a, a special shout out because today's actually Brianna's 21st birthday, December 1st. So she's 21 today. So yeah. Brianna, happy birthday out there. Congratulations on your birthday. And we're super proud of you. Talk about a sweetheart. She's like the sweetest kid in the world, too. She is like perfectly mannered. She's just a joy. And that's awesome. I can't believe she's 21 already. Yeah. 
So, of course, what did they do last night? They went out at 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, really? This is what you're going to tell me? Don't tell me that. Don't tell your dad. <laughs> I'm staying up till 11 to go out so that when I'm at a bar, I can have my first official drink. I'm like, nah, I don't need to listen to that. So anyways, happy birthday out there. A big, huge shout out to everybody that's on here today. We were out for a couple of weeks. We did the PSP Expo. And then the week after that was Thanksgiving. Then John was out. Then Zach was out. So we haven't been on our podcast, all three of us, but there's a lot of people on here today. So I want to give out some shout outs. And Maria's on there. Good morning, Maria. Jeanette, big, huge shout out out there. Mr. Howard Pringle. Hi, John and Edgar. By the way, Mr. Pringle, I just want you to know that you're starting to make my day because John, you weren't there. And he said, hi, Edgar. That's awesome. I have a complex now. Now I'm at least when you're back online, I'm at least second. So I'm making some progress and Zach is not on there yet. So <laughs> I know where I stand now. So Howard, big shout out to you out there. Mr. Mike Lima, appreciate listening to you guys and love all you're doing for the industry. Mike, we appreciate your support. We should appreciate you listening in. Mr. Benny Romo, what's going on? Hey, did you guys like the little funny that I sent? Did you guys even see it? You guys probably didn't even see it. The little one that I sent on Benny. Which one? The one with the little girl that's crying. And then the picture of the Benny comes on. And then the little girl's reaction after that. No. Both of you suck. You both suck. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm not messaging you guys on WhatsApp anymore. Like you guys are just terrible. So anyways, let's see here. Janie, good morning. Kristen, good morning out there. Mr. Matt Mann, what's going on, brother? Amy Margaret, how are you? Shout out our friend Alisa from... 787 construction out in El Paso, 30 under 40 female from last year. Big shout out to you out there. Thanks for jumping on. Let's see who else we got on here. Jay Vasquez, what's going on, brother? Good morning, Mr. Donovan. What's going on? We got our call next week, Donovan. So Donovan is with the PSP Expo. And Donovan is like us. The show was over and he was already, Edgar, let's talk about next year. Not that Zach wanted to hear that, right? Zach was like, Edgar, can you just be quiet for a week? No, I'm good now. We're past that. We're, We're past, past that. that? Yeah. So big shout out to you, Donovan out there. Jay Brakefield, my boy, what's going on? Jay, we need to get together for lunch. It's been way too long, my friend. And I know you've been busy. We're getting into the winter times. You can't give me the story that you're a little, you're probably really busy, right? He's got kids and all that, but... Anyway, shout out to you, everybody out there. Jeanette, happy birthday, Brianna. Yes, we appreciate that. So everybody that's online, thank you so much. Send us some messages in here. We'll love to put those up on the screen and kind of give you some shout outs and talk to you guys out here. Zach, just to let you know, I'm waiting for one of your boys to send a message. So if there's any of the pool boys listening out there, give us some 411 on Zach. It's not like they're not working out in the freezing rain right now or anything. Anyways, so I am excited to be back, guys. I was a little bit out of my routine. We weren't doing our lives. I know it's really weird, John, but they've, like, all jokes aside, become part of my routine. Oh, one million percent. And when I don't do them, my week feels off, and it's just weird. So I'm really excited to be on the podcast and to have both of you on, because it's been a couple weeks. It's been since the show. It's been since the show that we've all been three together. Just say you miss me. It's been a while. I haven't done the podcast, I think, two weeks in a row. I think it's the first time ever. And I send you messages and you don't even respond. And then I call you back and you say, I'm going to call you back. I'm having dinner. I'm going to call you back. And then he doesn't call. And then I have to send him a message this morning. Look, remember we talked about the childhood story about the boy who cried wolf. He sent us so many messages, right? It's hard <laughs> to really know which ones mean anything anymore because you flood us with all this crap. 
So I'm looking at it and I just get ding, 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 all these messages. And I'm like, dude, we've already spoken on the phone 15 times today. I go, what on earth could you possibly message me that we haven't talked about? So I think that's the reason why. The problem, Zach, is if I send him a funny, he'll respond right away. But if I send him a serious one, he's just like, I'm just not interested in talking about this right now. No, it's probably because I, I got 15 other messages going on. Right? I'm like, holy crap. So no, I completely missed it. I still suck at WhatsApp and you suck at text messages. I do. You know, I'm terrible. When I send you text messages, yeah. you don't respond, but yeah. it's on WhatsApp. It's like immediately, it's like you have a implant in your brain or something where the WhatsApp is like projection through your eyes and you get the messages with me. I'm opposite. So, you know, with me, what it is when I'm doing work, I have WhatsApp on my computer screen. Exactly. So it comes yeah. on and you know sense. the phone's over to the side. So anyways, so boys, Great to be back. Excited to have you guys back. Let's jump in here. So there's a couple of things we want to talk about. Let's get through some housekeeping notes really quick for next year. Let's see here. Janie is calling me out. Oh, yeah, Edgar. What's up with that? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now I'm getting in trouble with Janie. That's my beautiful queen. See right what there. you did? She just knows that I jumped on you about something. So she's just right there, right next to me, going at it, ready to pounce on you as well. I don't know what she's referring to, but she just got her man's side right there. And that's a beautiful man. Woman. Good Lord. Both of you. Good Lord. You know what? Just answer your WhatsApp, John. We'll be good. So anyways, a couple housekeeping notes. March 1st and 2nd, we are doing another boot camp out at Heritage Pool Supply. That's going to be March 1st and 2nd. Stay tuned. We will start talking about those. Registration for that will open soon. And remember that registration fills up pretty quickly. Excited about that one. Then right after that, March 26th, 27th, we'll be out at the Western Pool and Spa Show out in Long Beach, California. And then after that, May 17th, we're doing a specialized boot camp out at Raypack in Oxnard. Looking forward to that. We're going to be changing up some things for that boot camp. That's going to be our first test of the 201 series boot camps that we're working on. So stay tuned for that. And then in November of next year, we are headed to do our biggest boot camp yet at the PSP Expo in Dallas. It's going to be a three-day boot camp, and we're going to be talking about business strategy, business finances. We're going to be doing our water chemistry. We are going to be doing our hands-on, and we are doing a boot camp for the retail side of the industry. And we've already started working on that. Got some calls next week excited about that excited about getting all that going and there's one more thing that we're oh but we can't talk about that one john no okay so there's one more thing that we're working on but we can't talk about that just yet stay tuned we'll talk about that soon so anyways let's jump in boys that's a lot of boot camps that's a lot of stuff that we have going on actually we have two surprises coming up so there's one that'll be coming up in here in the next couple weeks and then the one will take a couple months but the first thing that popped in my head is got to get a Southwest card. <laughs> oh, luckily for John, two of them are out in California. So you've got Oxnard, you got the Western, but you still have to drive though. How far is that? Like two and a half hours, three hours? Yeah, yeah about two hours, depending on traffic, obviously, but it's not far. Yeah. I don't mind. That's cool. But the problem is when I drive, I'm like the Beverly Hillbillies, though, every time it's in my area because all the crap I have to pack in the back of the truck for the show, right? It's should have seen us going to Vegas. I was like, was oh, God. I sent a picture and I'm like, dude, really, bro? And maybe I'm dating myself, but those of you, I'm sure that we have some people on here that watched Beverly Hillbillies as a kid and you saw the scene, the intro scene where they're driving out there. <laughs> they were the completely back. packed. Yeah, that's exactly what I have to do. So, you know, I think I'd rather just fly. I have no problem. I'm probably flying like 50 times a year anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Just adds to your miles. There you go. 
So stay tuned. We're going to be talking about that soon. We're working on all of that, all the registrations. They will be out soon. The other thing is I got a message from Mike saying, Edgar, will you please post a video of this damn coffee bar that you guys keep talking about? So stay tuned, Mike. I will put that out this weekend sometime. I just need to make sure that we got all that Christmas stuff going on. So I got to make sure it's all set and ready. And I will post a little video of the coffee bar for you out there. And so let's jump in, guys. So I got a message from one of the pool pros that is actually starting into the pool industry. So he had sent me a message and said, hey, Edgar, can you give me some podcasts that I could listen to now that I'm getting into the pool industry? So I did a little bit of a list. And the first one that we talked about, let's see here, seven steps for quoting rates. And that was a special episode that I think John and I did between three and four of the podcast and that's seven steps for quoting and then after that episode nine which is winter strategies which is what we're starting to do today again is talk about our winter strategies uh, episode 11 of the pool nation podcast i thought was a great one and ntx pools not all growth is good growth my journey and path to rebuilding my brand and this is a good one for you to listen to some of the things that the pool pros have been through he built his business he exploded he went really big and then really had to take a step back, let some account goes and kind of reorganize his business and redo his brand. I think that was a great one. Really anything with regards to water chemistry, all the amazing podcasts that we have with Bob Lowry, you can sort through those. And then episode 19, eight reasons why the industry is such a great industry was another good one. Episode 20, which is setting up your business credit, personal credit and protecting you from personal liability. And then episode 23, want your business to be profitable. So I'd start with some of those. And then I know that we have a lot of podcasts that we jump in and out, but I'd start with those and get that mind spinning. After the live, because you're going through some of them on the live on Wednesday, uh -huh. I went back and I thought about it and I looked, we have to come up with a way to really organize that so we can figure it out for everybody because we have some really good podcast. And I'm just saying like good information, the, the quality probably sucked. We were terrible at talking, right? When it came down to it, not that we're great now by any means, but we're at least more comfortable doing the podcast thing. But some of the topics and questions that were asked and that we answered at the beginning, the first year of, of our podcast were pretty badass. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to start listening to them because I know there are some really good tidbits that I know, Zach, you answered some, you gave a whole new perspective to things because as business owners, we tend to make decisions based off of our one, our experience and off of our personality and how we interact with people and how we deal with problems and how we view things like money and stuff like that. And we live in our own little bubble. And just because we do things one way and it might be, it might've worked out or been successful for us, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the only way to do it. And there are better ways to do it. And I can't tell you how many times I've heard responses from you, Edgar, and from Zach that's opened up my eyes a little bit and changed my thought process and said, hey, okay, let's give this a whirl and let's try this out and let's explore it this way because we're creatures of habit, right? And we tend to deal with things a certain way and getting a perspective from someone else who's been doing it for a while is nothing but good. I would highly suggest anybody, if, if you guys have the time, you want to go back and listen to some of the early ones, there's some really good nuggets that we really dug deep on some questions that I think are worth the second listen to for sure. I think that's like a huge thing too. And we've talked about it in the past. And I think that's one of the things that 
has been most successful for me is just getting multiple perspectives. And it's like, anytime I encounter something, I'm having 50 different phone calls. I'm pretty transparent. I'll reach out to my mom, my dad, Robert, and everyone and Edgar and just get everyone's perspective on a situation and then you just mold your own thing out of it. Or like you said, how other people are doing it. And I don't think there's one, you read a book and it says, this is how you do this. And I don't know anyone that truly like sticks to the A to Z plan on one specific thing, but it's about getting those nuggets from here and from over there and then just molding what works best for you. That's gold right there. Did you notice that he said he gets advice from everybody but me? Did you notice that? (laughs) I did get advice from you. I did notice that. But now that you mentioned it, I did notice. (laughs) I got one of the most important pieces of advice from you. I just didn't take it at the time, but it's where I ended up. Right. You know, the advice that he calls me for John, he's like, Hey, do you think now would be a good time to call John? Thanks for the info, Edgar. Yeah. Talk to you later. Because <laughs> you don't want to hear it from me. It's like, be careful what you're asking. Are you sure you want the answer? To, are you sure? Are you sure you want the answer to Sometimes that? Sometimes it just takes a while to sink in with me. So. No, but that's the truth. And I think, especially for our industry, it's really understanding that you do need to listen to a couple of different things. And what works for your business is going to be completely different than what works for Zach or John. And you have to put in play what works best for your business. We've talked about it for the longest time. I think a lot of people get in and say, I'm just going to do it like Zach does, right? Zach is successful, but that doesn't work for your business. I think that is a gold nugget right there. So anyways, Mr. Michael, good morning. Big shout out to you, Abby. Good morning. Big shout out to you as well out there. Thanks everybody for joining us today. We are excited to be back on. So anyway, so let's continue our conversation. Zach, I think I'm going to change things around a little bit. I'm going to start with you on the first question. And what I want to do is he had sent in some questions, some topics that he wanted to see if we would talk about. Actually, you know what? You know what we should probably do? We've been talking for 30 minutes. Let's take a word from our sponsors. That way we don't cut into this because I know based on what we've talked about, the key points that you guys want to talk about, we're going to not want to interrupt on this one. So let's take a word from our sponsors. When we come back, we are going to jump into some industry trends. We'll be right back. The Hyper Poll from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care poll designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision-crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. 
Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical cost and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open fleet spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high-range removal with Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation live podcast. God, it feels good to say that after a couple of weeks. So welcome back, everybody. We continue our conversation. We've got a couple of topics here that were sent by one of the pool pros that is just getting into the industry. And I'm going to break these down. So I think the first one that we're going to talk about is what are the latest trends in the industry and how are they impacting the service and repair industry? So, Zach, I'm going to start with you. First, I have to give a big shout out to my mom because she's watching. So, hi, mom. Your mom is freaking awesome. I love your mom. Thank you for tuning in. So, on this one, I think I'm probably going to take a little bit of a different approach than what we're thinking and based on what I'm seeing. And different markets are going to have different experiences. Like John was just talking about, like they're booming right now. This is their time. They've got the snowbirds coming in. But what we're seeing in our market is that our customers are starting to really tighten up their budgets. And we've had a lot of price increases over the past few years. And at the same time as that, it seems like we're going back to a pre-COVID growth trajectory. So when I'm looking at 18, 19, that trend line, it's an upward trend line. But then when we started hitting COVID, there was a big, massive spike that went on. And I think we're kind of soft landing back onto the pre-COVID growth line. And to me, it's a kind of an interesting combination of things that you have going on all coming together. So I think this next year is going to be interesting. And I think this is the time to start digging into the numbers, start looking at areas to trim costs. I'm sure we're 
We took on a lot of expenses and things because for the last few years, we were talking about this earlier. Everyone was just like, put it in, cut it out. I don't care the cost, like whatever. And I'm sure we took on a lot of extra expenses, maybe marketing, branding, things like that. And it's time to start looking at what's really important and what's really effective and what you're getting an ROI on. And I think it's time to go back to looking at the low-hanging fruit that we always talk about. Are you dressing professional? Are you speaking professionally? Are you really selling I think that's one I was talking about how we have a lot of estimates out and now it's time to start getting back to actually selling these estimates. It's not a free for all of all the approvals. And something interesting is that I spoke to a banker recently and this is a very well-known banker in our area. I've met through some of my business programs and they had stated that their bank hadn't closed a loan in months. And so we've got really high interest rates. People aren't wanting to buy houses. Everyday expenses are high. You've got high grocery costs. Everything has gone up. So to me, and from what I'm seeing in our area, this is the time to start really digging in, getting back to the basics, seeing how you can differentiate yourself and providing that top-notch service to your customers. And we've talked about it with regards to the demand. And you see it across the board, right? Again, for our industry, the service and the repair side, we're protected, right? We're in that bubble. But we're definitely going to the pre-COVID time where you don't have the customers just wanting everything and like exactly like you were saying, cut this out, put this in. But now it's time to get back to the basics of that business, right? And John was talking about it. It's like, we're talking about all these estimates and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, it's a closing issue, right? Like you got to get better at closing those deals. And so now it comes back to, John, you were saying that. And I'm like, now you have to go back to the fundamentals and start training on those fundamentals again. And everything has a way to get it done, right? And to close a deal, there's really a way to close a deal and there's follow-ups and there's steps and there's procedures. And we've been writing this high where we didn't have to sell, right? Because we, and distributors and manufacturers, they would put a pump on the shelf and you had five people that wanted the pump. Guess what? Those days are gone. Those days are bye-bye. So now it's time to get back to the fundamentals and build that bench strength on your business. Uh, Let's take it a step further because I was thinking a little bit more because our pre-podcast talk and when you were bringing that up, Zach, and look, this is, we talked about this right years ago and we said, hey, we don't know where, when this is going to start to fall off or when things are going to start to slow down, but it will. And it's important that you prepare for it. And not only is what we talk about now where you have to really dig deep into your business and you have to really, how do I put it? You can't take everything for granted almost like everybody was during COVID. It was like, oh, wow, well, there's plenty to go around. I just so much business. There will be another one or another phone call. I can't keep up with it. Or then I can't find employees and I can't find help to help me with it. And we haven't even gotten into this shift in the labor market, right? Because that's a, what a difference in that. When we spoke on that again, and it's not a bad thing. There's a pullback in everything, right? Everything. And when you talk about like the stock market or the economy, you just can't always constantly go up. There has to be a pullback, but we can't sit back and go, oh my God, now we're all the way back to where we were before. You got higher highs and higher lows. And that's what we did. And I think we're still in a much better position than we were pre-COVID. But what we have to deal with now, and I think Zach, part of the problem is we're pre-COVID times or the growth chart like you're talking about it, but we're post-COVID prices. 
right? And, you know, when we're putting in these equipment and you might go, look, I have X amount of dollars and we're talking five, six figures or whatever, an estimate that might be out that we haven't been able to close or we're waiting on approvals to get things done. Those approvals, and I'm just throwing out numbers here, but if let's say you have roughly $100,000 worth of estimates that are out there now, pre-COVID, those estimates were probably $70,000 worth of estimates. If not less. If not. And I mean, heaters. Let's heaters talk about are 30, 40% more pumps. Are, it's just ridiculous. I was putting in heaters and I'm like, holy, this week. And I'm like, dude, how much the money I'm putting on, out on heaters and this month alone is just mind-blowing how much things are costing. And it makes it that much tougher. So now not only... We're not on that same trajectory of growth where people are just using money and blowing it off like they were printing it at home is what I was saying. It's just like, I just don't understand where people are spending all this money, where they're getting all this money from, but I guess they are. And then now, like the, what is it, the, the roosters come home to rope, whatever the thing is. And people are like, holy shit, I got to pay this money back or a Big Mac's costing me $10 or God forbid when I go into the grocery store. Janie and I, we look at it, we go, dude, we've always talked about, we got to cook more at home. We got to cook more at home. We got to cook more at home. That was our thing. And then now it's like, no, we don't, no, we don't, no, we don't. Because every time we go to the grocery store, we're dropping 300 bucks on dinner. 300. I'm saying you go A lot more, yeah. You're literally going there to buy ingredients for dinner. And Uh you're this little, that, and you're at 300 bucks. Yeah. It's like, are you kidding me? God forbid Costco, right? If we're under $800, it's a good day and it's tough and it's crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. It's mind blowing, man. It really is. Last night we were going to cook at home and it was just me, Leanne and Jaden. And there's this new little restaurant close by. And of course, what did we do? Hey, let's go check it out. So that when John comes out and it's La Madeline, I think it's a French restaurant Dude, the three of us. And I'm talking food, no tip, no nothing. $81. And this is not a fancy restaurant. Yeah. This is just a small... And you got to think that's Texas prices here in California. And that's Texas that prices. Been, yeah. That would have been 110 bucks easy. Mm-hmm. And it's really crazy. Well, and it's something different that I was thinking about too is there's a lot of tools at our disposal to sell these products, whether it's an extended warranty because we're a partner or whether it's a certain rebate. The benefit of going with a variable speed pump and it's pre all of this, I remember having those conversations. Okay, here's why you should get a variable speed, X, Y, Z, this and that. Oh, if you do this one, we can get you an extended warranty if you go through us. And for the last three years, I haven't had any of those conversations. You know what I mean? You didn't have to. You didn't have to. Now you got to start looking at like, what tools do I have at my disposal to be able to sell this pump or this filter or this heater? Yeah, no. Here's the thing. I have talked about it probably like 70 times and you're going to be sick of hearing about it. But the other challenge that we have in our industry is now the big three are publicly traded companies. And so here's what happens. We just had another rate increase. When was it? November 1st, was it? Yeah, it was like the first of November beginning. First of November. Here's what happens, people. These are publicly traded companies. Uh, These companies have got to make their numbers no matter what. And so they're going to look at it and they're going to look at their numbers. And if they're not selling enough units, they're going to have to raise their prices in order to be able to compensate for that. They're in that tough situation. So from our side, are we going to see a lot of relief from that side? Probably not. That's something that we need to continuously look at. And this is the best time of the year, right? And I know everybody goes into this vacation mode of, oh, it's Thanksgiving and, and then we have Christmas and then we have New Year's. But guess what? Then right after that, our season kicks in because man, February, March, we're already gearing up. 
So if you don't start doing the homework today and doing all that hard work today, February is going to hit and you're not going to be ready. And so now is a time where you need to sit down and you need to look at your numbers. You need to figure out exactly where you're at. You need to figure out the cost of all these heaters and pumps and all that so that you can be quoting those rates the correct way so that you can be profitable and you don't become a statistic. Yeah, it's pretty mind-boggling to see. Just every month we'll go through and we'll look at, obviously, our SEP and we see our bills. And we have our growth and we're growing year over year and we're doing really well. But then we're looking at our expenses, obviously, and our biggest expenses our SCP bill or our peer heritage bill, right? Every single month. And when we're looking, I'm just like, holy crap, man. We talked to tab prices, right? And we said this too. I go, look, you're going to get this. And once all these shortages or the plant starts to opens up again and we start producing, I go, don't think we're ever going back to those prices. I we're remember plant. you saying that. Yeah. I go, we landed literally twice as much as what we used to pay. That's where we're at now. And that's on sale or a deal or whatever it may be. And that's the new normal. That's the new normal. That's the new normal. That's it. And we all know it doesn't cost twice as much to make those. It doesn't. Maybe at a time and things or whatever, but let's be a little realistic here. Edgar, you bring up a great point. It's capitalism at its worst or its best, however you want to look at it. But you can't put your head in the sand and think, well, that's not how I want to do it. Or you won't last. You're just not going to make it. Or you're going to be barely scraping by and you work so hard and the job that you do is very complicated and it takes a lot of knowledge and effort in order to do it correctly and you should be paid accordingly for it. And it's just like we've preached before in the past. You need to change. And sometimes you look at it and go, wow, dude, you know, what we were quoting heaters four years ago to what we quote heaters now is a whole new ball game. And it's just really, I'm literally, we're charging twice as much. It's just crazy, but that's the game and you need to be very well prepared for it. And I think, and going back to what I talked about at the beginning, when we said, Hey, we need to go back at our previous episodes. We laid this out multiple times. We talked about this word for word of what to expect and what to do. And we tried to land one point and we said, hey, look, don't take this for granted. Don't look at this as the new norm when it comes down to the income that's coming in. Don't get cash flow drunk. Don't think that, oh, because I'm making X amount of more money now or my comps this year are 50, 70, 80, 100% or whatever it may be. Don't build your business or don't increase your expenses or don't change your lifestyle based off of those numbers. You need to be a little bit more frugal. You need to be a little bit more humble about the situation and put things into perspective and know that there's going to be a drawback. And you might be at a point before where everybody, there was so much business everywhere and there was phone calls were coming in and we were talking about, hey, look, don't get too comfortable in the zone where now is where it's going to be the survival of the fittest and those that prepared And those that kept running a tight ship are going to be the ones that are going to flourish post-COVID or moving forward in 2024. There's probably a lot of people that have joined the industry during all of this. So that is the norm for them. And I think the important thing is it goes back to what we're always talking about, your finances, knowing your numbers. Because if you can adjust and adapt to this, like we're not going to argue our way out of the price of a heater now, but if you know what your business needs are and what your growth needs are or what you need to sustain, you adjust everything else to line up with that. 
Yeah, and I want people to understand that we're not talking about this is the worst thing or, yeah. or, or blaming the manufacturers or blaming. That's just the way business is. They've had the same problems that we've had with the wages and the cost of all that and that they're publicly traded. And so this is not a pity party. This is you as a business owner, you need to be very smart. You need to strategize. You need a strategy in place. And this is the time for you to be looking at all those things. We talk about it every year, the winter strategies, our winter strategies. This is the time to recoup, breathe deep, and put a game plan together for February, which is right around the corner. John hit on it. We have to understand that there's an opportunity, the survival of the fittest. But if everyone's winning just because everyone's paying and going and there's not a lot of opportunity to really take that quantum leap as a business professional and grow your business. These times are where when you strategize and you dig in, like it may be painful at times and there's going to be highs and there's going to be lows, but this is the time where winners come out and really succeed. And I've said this a million times, you differentiate yourself from the competition. Now is where you can shine, right? Yep. This is where all the hard work and where the difference in branding and quality of customer service and education, all this stuff plays a very important role and distinguishes the difference between you and the next guy or the next gal. So when customers are making orders or looking or getting quotes, they're shopping around and they're taking everything into consideration because it's not just price. There's other things. Before it was like, I just need somebody who has half a clue of what the hell they're doing, who says they know how they do it, just to come over here and do it because I need it done now. Because everybody else is eight weeks out and I just can't get it. Or my pool guy can't get a hold of this pump because it can't be ordered and because Joe Schmo or Susie Q had one in their garage or whatever. And I don't even know who they are. They were a massage therapist, nothing against that. And now they mess around with pools a little bit and they say they can install it for me. And people would throw money at them to put a pump in. We're not living in that era anymore. And people are making qualified or smart choices. This is the big leagues. And you were saying it too, Edgar, it's just nothing against the manufacturers. This is exactly the way the world is. I mean, we're small business owners and entrepreneurs. This is the world we live in. And when you get too comfortable is when you start to get complacent, right? And we're just saying, don't either roll or get rolled over because this is the way life is, and you need to be on your A-game right now if you want to continue growing. And we're still comping from previous year, and I'm projecting that we're going to be doing the same next year as well. I'm not worried about it. We talked about this as well before, and again, I don't know if we're even going to get to another question because this is such a good topic where, I don't know if you guys remember me saying this, is don't get drunk over this all this new business and don't grow faster than you're capable of growing don't take in all these clients. Don't do all these things. Don't be that yes man, that yes woman saying, hey, look, yeah, 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 I can do it. I can do it. If you don't have everything put into place or you don't have all the pieces lined up correctly, because when you don't have that proper foundation and you start to take on all these extra clients and all these extra customers, what ends up happening is the problems you had at 20 accounts or 30 accounts or 40 accounts or 50 accounts now start to magnify and now you're at a hundred accounts now and now you have the problem with a hundred accounts because you were too cheap getting the business you didn't quote them correctly you didn't price them out right on the service you didn't take other things into consideration and now you have to come back and you're bleeding money or you're making mistakes and you're losing accounts 
because you didn't build that foundation. Or now you have to implement these changes or these new processes instead of with 20 or 30 or 40 accounts. Now you have to do it with 100 accounts or 150 accounts and then go back. Because one thing, and I preach it all the time, the hardest thing about learning is unlearning. And you have to unlearn your customers from the way you did it before in the past. And it's tough. So what we did is we were very strategic on the way we grew, right? And we grew at a rate that was comfortable for us because we were in a position to where we were able to do that. And we're continuing to grow every single month. And I hope for all of you guys that are listening that you guys heeded that advice and that you set yourself up in a good position so that 2024 is going to be just as good or as magical as it can be for you. Because it can be. It's not a shit show. It's just not going to be as easy and nothing easy is worth it, in my opinion. And you guys know, I mean, I have to be checked. I want to grow. I want to grow. I want to grow. And I watch people around me and they're growing and I've had these conversations and Edgar will tell me like, don't do what you're thinking of doing. And I have to have that reality check and we're growing at a, a slower pace, but it's a slow and steady pace. It's a controlled pace. It's something we can manage. And I understand that feeling of looking around you, seeing others moving faster, growing bigger. And you're just like, man, I should be doing this. We could be doing this. Why aren't we doing this? But that's where you got to just check yourself and really focus on you and what you have going on. What's best for you and making those decisions. Yeah. And I think one of the things that people need to always remember is that in business, it's a long-term strategy. It's not a short-term strategy. And you want to grow right to two, 3,000 pools. It's a long ball. If you get into that mentality of, I'm just going to take everything, you're going to create that chaos. And like John was saying, <laughs> you have the chaos at a small scale. When you have 500 pools, it's going to be a completely different chaos. But what I want you, the listeners, to remember is, you have to have a strategy. You have to have a plan. You have to have a goal. And if you don't, then what happens is you're never going to get to where you want to be because you don't have that goal and you don't have that plan. And this is the time of the year to sit down. And I know for a lot of people, they're just like, oh, I want to get to 3,000 pools. Fine. You want to get to 3,000 pools, but there's a strategy to getting to 3,000 pools, right? Let's talk to Zach, right? Let's talk about some of the headaches of the growth and doing all that. And Zach, could you be at 1,000 pools right now? You could absolutely be at 1,000 pools, but your rates would be all over the place and managing people would be all over the place. And you wouldn't have strategies and things in place to do that. And what I do to you a lot of times, Zach, is I tell you, you're growing and you're growing at that pace and you're growing at the profitable rate, which is always what I'm telling you is like, how is it going to affect the bottom line? How many should we get and what profit should we be at? And are you at that controlled profit rather than acquiring somebody? And then all of a sudden, because those rates are lower, your profitability goes into the tank. So you're giving up something hoping to get to that bigger scale. And it's not about how big you are. It's about how profitable you are, right? Anyways, let's see here. So at that scale, 500 pools, you become a logistics company. Absolutely, 100%. Like at that point, we talk about it all the time. You're not doing your it anymore. You can no longer do your it. You need to take a step back and you're in a completely different game than when you started. Yeah, talk about that. That's perfect. And when you're in a logistics company, what's so important is processes, right? You know what I mean? That is so important. And if you don't have those in place or some SOP, some standard operating platform or procedures or something going on that's tried and true and that works, it is chaos. 
And then customer retention, employee retention, turnover is just the cost behind that. You start to bleed. Even more important, it's frame of mind as a business owner and the stress that you have to go through and endure because you have to deal with all this shit. And then how do you put a dollar amount on that? Because when your quality of life goes down the toilet, because you are literally losing your mind or putting out fires all day, you you become a, a fire marshal or fireman. And all you do is put out fires and fires and deal with issues and problems. How enjoyable is that? And then, John, you can't get ahead because then you don't have the time to be like, let me put some procedures in place to fix something. All you're doing is, is going is after every fire. We talk about this. you got a problem. Instead of finding the root problem and fixing it so it doesn't happen again, we slap Band-Aids on it, Band-Aids, or throw money at it or whatever it is, and we don't get to the bottom of it to fix the solution because we're too pressed with getting it off our table now, off our plate now, so that we can deal with the next fire. And then to take it even further, when we talk about quality of life, and then how does that relate to coming home? And then now the way you are with your family, right? The people that you work so hard for to do everything for, now you come home and it's a shit show because you're miserable. And you get to the burnout. And then you get burnt out. And then you start questioning your life decisions in your career. And then when you're burnt out, you get a client or how do you put on that customer service mentality or that happy face when a client walks in your building or when you get that phone call, all that stuff radiates out. People get that vibe and it. You stop answering your phone. You don't want to talk to people. You start getting short with them. You start getting shitty reviews and then you get shitty reviews and you think oh, this isn't that. And then all of a sudden you're like, screw it. That's why small businesses fail, really. It's because they get overwhelmed or they underestimated things. And this isn't doom and gloom. This is just cold, hard reality. And we go from what are the trends into this whole deep psychological thing of you coming home and beating your dog because you're so pissed off with the day. But it happens. And as men, at least myself, what we tend to bottle all this shit inside. And we like to come home and put on that face and think everything's cool, right? Daddy got it under control. It's fine. Even though I wanted to run my head through the wall today because of all the crap that I had to deal with that was unnecessary and almost self-inflicted sometimes, you know, you got to come home with that smile on your face and think everything's good until it's not, right? And that's a tough position to be in, man. Absolutely. Either or. Absolutely. Hey, let's do this. Let's take our final word from our sponsors. I know we've been over an hour, but John, when we come back really quick, I want you to talk about the trend that you talked about on the Instagram live, because I think that's important to talk about as well. And obviously we won't go as long. I don't remember what I said. You can call me on break. And then right after that, we'll get some final thoughts here from Zach and we'll go from there. Everybody stay tuned. We will be right back. The Hyper Pole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at Ultimate Pool Tools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. 
Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray, all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation live podcast. We're talking to Zach. We're talking to John. We're talking about some industry trends, and we've already been at it for an hour and 10 minutes. But, John, before we go, I wanted to talk about the one trend that you talked about on the Instagram Live, because I think it goes hand in hand with kind of our conversation today with regards to some of the trends that you're seeing with the education and stuff like that. Yeah, we talked about it on Wednesday. What I'm starting to see, what I've been seeing is the importance of education that people are taking it seriously. And it's one thing that 
service pros, right, and companies are really embracing it and demanding it and expecting it. That's where I think a lot of it is really stemming from, but the manufacturers as well are starting to realize and understand how important education really is in our industry in order to build something sustainable that's going to last. Where in the past, you know, before it was like, you didn't need to have this so-called education or these trainings in order to be a pool guy or pool girl, right? And the stereotype that I think we're slowly breaking free from, which is, I think, probably the biggest breakthrough we've had as an industry in many years is that your pool guy or pool girl in the backyard is a lot more than a janitor or nothing wrong with that. When I'm saying that's an honorable job, what we do is much more complicated than just cleaning a pool, right? And you can hire anybody to rake a leaf or to net a leaf and vacuum a pool. That is not difficult whatsoever. But what is difficult is taking care of a pool properly and protecting somebody's investment. And in order to do that, you have to have knowledge and you have to be educated in so many different aspects in order to do it properly. And I think a lot of that comes from one part. We talk about the pool pro and especially the newcomers in our industry and the generation that is demanding this education and they're hungry for it and they want it and they're bettering themselves. And then in turn, some of the more stubborn companies or pool guys and pool gals out there are slowly getting replaced with these more younger, eager companies that embrace the new norm, right? Or what's expected. But on the other hand, you have the consumer, which all plays with what we talked about with COVID, was that the backyard is no longer this hole in the ground with water, right? With an old creepy crawly that's running around it with the cloudy as hell. If you can see the bottom, good. I mean, who cares if you can see the bottom? It doesn't matter. There's this backyard oasis and people are dropping just to build a normal pool costing you 75 to 100K to put in the backyard where before it was half that, or sometimes people were doing it for even less. And nowadays people are spending a hundred, 200, 300, 400, 500,000 million dollars on their backyards. And they're building these huge, beautiful oasis because they enjoy them. It's not just for looks because during COVID it's a whole new generational thing. Now, 30 years ago, kids and stuff and whatever, they were all grew up in the backyard and they all did that and they swam in the pools because there wasn't phones, there wasn't tablets, there wasn't this, there wasn't that. And people grew up learning how to swim and loving the water. And then that kind of all went away with technology and stuff. And people were always on their phones and video games and this and that and on the bus doing whatever they're doing. And uh, we went away from that. And then now with COVID, now we're like, oh, hey, I can have the Bahamas or the Atlantis or that type of vibe in my backyard now where it's safe. I want my family here enjoying their life. And now we're creating this new environment for them that they're growing up in, which is going to be beautiful for, for us. 5, 10, 15 years from now, because those children and grandchildren grew up with that experience and they're going to want to provide that for their children, right? Over and over again. But these pools are so much more complicated than they were before. It was just a pump, a filter. And if you're lucky, you had a heater, right? But nothing else. Now you got these complicated systems that can do pretty much anything because technology is finally starting to catch up with our pool industry. Before it was just, you got your intermediate clock, you turn the thing on, the single speed pump, here it goes, it works. 
this aquaflow pump has been here for 40 years and it's going to be here for another 40 years, right? That's not what people have anymore. And they have these systems that are like six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 12 pumps, multiple filters, ozone, UV. You've got automation, chem automation. You have all these things and water features that can literally destroy a pool if you don't take care of it properly. And consumers are starting to realize that because they just spent 250K on a backyard and it looked gorgeous the first couple of weeks. And then three months, four months, five months, six months goes by. And little Johnny that they were paying a hundred bucks for twice a week to service your pool, your 250,000 pool now looks like a shithole, you know, because people don't understand the chemistry or there's a problem with it or is an issue. And I don't know how to use this. And, oh, and I'm going to lean on my pool guy. And the pool guy goes, I don't know how to do this. Let me get somebody else, right? Or let me see if I can find or Let me get you the questions. And they don't get it in a customer in their mind. I can't tell you how many phone calls I always get. Like, I need somebody that can do everything, right? Not just clean my pool. I need somebody that knows what the problem is, how to fix it, and then be able to fix it themselves or to stop it from happening. It's changed these conversations. And I'm like, wow, okay, you found the right place, right? Here we are. This is what we do, right? (laughs) We get it. We get it all. And people are starting to realize that and understand that. And our industry and the pool guys and gals out there are getting it too. And they're going, holy shit, I need to really step up my game. And I know I've been resistant to change. And it's worked for me for the last 20 years or 30 years, but it's not working for me now. And I need to either get with the program or find something else to do because this isn't going to work for us. And then that inspires, right, them to go out there and educate themselves and to get better at what they do. And as an industry, I think we've embraced that and we've been talking about that and crying out. And that's the whole reason why we started this thing was so that we can better the industry when it comes down to education and to give people a resource to where they can be as good as they want to be. So they don't have to worry about, hey, I'm, I want to learn about this, but I don't know where in the hell to learn it, you know, and being able to provide them with that platform. And that's what we've been trying to do. And it's all coming to fruition now. And that's the trend that I'm seeing, at least in my area. And then hearing from other pros across the country, because we have the opportunity to do that now, I start to get that same feeling from them as well. And that's why I think they're hungry. I got to do it or it's not going to work. Absolutely. And I think that's a great thing. I I think we're seeing that generational change that everybody's eager and and wants to do. And that just helps elevate our industry, period, which is the ultimate goal, right? Mr. Zacharias, any thoughts on that before I throw some final thoughts over your way? No, I'm in agreement. We see the same thing. I don't know how many times we hear, can you fix my equipment if I need you? Can you handle these repairs? And yes, we can. And that's a huge sales tool for us. And actually be able to do it. Not like, oh, I could do it. I could do it. Be that guy. Oh, hell, right. we can take care of that. We can do that. We can do that. We can do that. And just to get the job, right? And then they go back there and that's, no, I don't know how to do it. That's that yes, man. I don't know how many jobs I can look back at the very beginning and look at, we were there for the pool, but I was moving fencing material out into his field for him because I was like, sure, I can help you. Sure. Don't be a yes, man. Yeah. So final thoughts, like, I just want to put this out there. Don't misunderstand our passion for negativity because- I know we get very amped up and very passionate about it, but this is good stuff. And we just want to highlight what things currently look like. And it doesn't mean that this is a forever thing or this isn't going to change rapidly. Who knows what the next quarter holds? And there should be something, another pandemic or whatever. We don't know, but this is the current state of things and what it's looking like. 
and just start thinking about taking the time to this is the time to really dig into your business, start really understanding your business, what's going on with it, where things are headed, what your numbers look like and what things you can do to improve things. And I'm just going to leave it with this in times of turbulence, it's times of opportunity and something I say, and I've been saying a lot lately for some reason. And if anyone here hears me say it, they're probably going to slap me, but don't wait for opportunity, prepare for opportunity. So like John said earlier, like he had been talking about getting ready for this. Don't just go crazy. Even though things are great and screaming along, don't go crazy. Prepare because now's the opportunity. If you prepared, now is the opportunity. Absolutely. So before we close off, let's see, understanding reality is the key to success, but never lose the vision and the passion that started this amazing journey. And I think with that one, we will end the podcast, boys. Mr. JJ, I'm going to put Zach on the spot right here. Zach, I might need you to do the Instagram Live next Wednesday with John as I watch from the sidelines. John and I did that on purpose. We called each other and, and we threw you. We we're going to throw you right there the, uh, on live. I'm ready. You're ready? You're getting your hip replaced, right? Yes, I'm getting my hip replaced. I was going to say something else and I'm like, I better. <laughs> Since when does a hip stop you from talking on a camera? So anyways, join us live next Wednesday, right, John? You, will you be there, John? I will. Be. I will. I hope so, because it's going to be a real mess. If it's John, John, makes, John makes fun of me, right? John makes fun of me on here, but I'm going to take you down to memory lane. Your house burnt down and the next day you were on the podcast live. So, yeah, you Commit, know, I'm you, the you, commitment it is unreal. It's second to learn. I thought John for sure was going to be like, yeah, I'll catch up with you guys. And me and Zach were like, totally like, take your time, do what you got to do, right? That's important, blah, blah. And I'll be there tomorrow. Zach and I were like, what? The was it worth the next day too? <laughs> the call, we got the call at what, like five, six o'clock in the evening our time? Yeah. And it was like, I thought for sure it would be, I need a couple of weeks and blah, blah. And, oh, I'll catch you tomorrow morning. What are we talking about? Let's, right. a beat. <laughs> Let's roll. Look at me right now. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I love digging deep and talking about this stuff. And I know sometimes we get really into the weeds and we get into, you know, some like crazy discussions, right? But this is what I love. And this is what really intrigues me. And this is what I think about all the time. I'm a, the human psyche and the brain and how things are and people and human beings in themselves is fascinating to me. This is good stuff. I'm pumped up, ready to rock and roll. Let's go. Let's get it. Everybody, hope you have a great weekend. We will catch you next Wednesday on the Instagram Live. Everybody, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the other side. Have a great one. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com.